0: Welcome to the Best Night Ever, your golden ticket to better sleep, better health, and ultimately the best night ever, featuring your host, sleep and life hack guru, Dr. Jay Corsandi from Snore Experts. If you feel like your sleep and daytime performance could use a shot in the arm, grab a bulletproof coffee, sit down, relax, and stay tuned as we uncover cutting-edge science, traditional and even ancient practices to help you step up your life game. And now, Dr. Jay Corsandi.
1: All right, welcome back, my friends. This is Dr. Jay Corsandy, and you're listening to The Best Night Ever, the show that's dedicated to helping you get your best night's sleep. And we are back again, and I've got my buddy Dwayne in the studio. How's it going, Dwayne?
2: Good. It's going great. I had a great weekend, and uh, got uh, we're in August here, and got another month of summer, so just... I love it. I'm digging it. It's I'm, fantastic. I love it's I love, love
1: summer. So... You know we've had some great guests on the show lately, and it's been an awesome uh, response from from both the public and and kind of the professional crowds. Uh, if you haven't checked out our previous shows, or if this is your first time listening, you can kind of go back onto our, our podcast list or hit subscribe. Uh, you can uh, hear some stories about the technologies and supplements and hacks and all kinds of different things that we've been doing. Uh, we just did a show on alpha stim which is a cranial electrotherapy stimulation it's actually sending an electro current electrical current across your brain pretty cool stuff and this is something i wanted to say for a while since i hear it on other shows this show is brought to you by snore experts so that's my practice yeah that's where i treat patients for sleep disordered breathing things like snoring and sleep apnea and uh yeah i i hey why not snore experts SnoreExperts. dot com. Yeah, you can find me there. You can find me on uh, Facebook, on Facebook groups, on Instagram, and uh, you can, if you're into what's called biohacking or sl- hacking your sleep, you can also find me as Sleep Biohacker on Instagram. That's my new profile where I'm throwing up all kinds of crazy tips, tricks, gadgets, and videos. Uh, so check it out. Ready to start the show? I'm ready. All this
2: right. is. Uh Whatever we do, this cannot be an epic fail.
1: (laughs) It's funny you mention that because, folks, this is the epic fail episode. Everything you need to know to kill your sleep. And not kill as in you killed it, kill as in bad. Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. All right, so we're going to start this off with a did you know. And we haven't done these in a little while here. But back in 1964, there was a high school student in San Diego by the name of Randy Gardner. You can look this guy up. He set a world record that still stands today, and stayed awake, for how long? Eleven days and twenty-five minutes. Wow, that's eleven days, not not three, four days. That's eleven. That's that's insane. Um, so here's the story. He was yeah, he was seventeen back then. Uh, so you know maybe he could pull it off. But um, he's in his seventies now. Uh, and, they, and they did a recent uh, interview with him in 2017 on NPR. And th- these are some of the things that I took away from that interview. He said, quote, the first two days were easy. Then he said, but on day three, I noticed that in the morning I was really nauseous. And I could imagine that after about 48 hours sure. of not sleeping. Uh, and then when they asked him about his mental faculties, he said, quote, I mean, it was crazy where you couldn't remember things. It was almost like an early Alzheimer's thing brought on by lack of sleep. So we talk about, uh, you know, lack of sleep, uh, higher likelihood of cognitive decline as we get older, but he actually accelerated the process instantaneously by missing a couple nights sleep. So, uh, you know, when I treat my patients and they're always coming in tired from sleep apnea or snoring or or, or not sleeping, uh, one of the biggest complaints is that, you know, you get brain fog or, you know, cloudy thoughts and, and this guy totally lived it up. Yeah, sense. I
2: can't imagine uh, eleven days. When I first heard the story, I assumed on uh, the twelfth day he just divorced her. <laughs> but uh, I, didn't, I didn't know what was right. I mean, just imagine staying awake
1: for eleven days. Yeah, That's he crazy. had he had a couple buddies that uh, came and uh, helped him stay awake. They actually tur- turned sleeping and then and then keeping him awake and then actually build. De- Dr. Bill Dement came down from Stanford. Uh, the the kind of the the. the the founding father of sleep and and did Mm. some research with him as well, too. But so here's how the story ends. Once he actually fell asleep, uh, how long do you think he fell asleep for?
2: You know, I'm going to I'm going to guess it was a really short period.
1: You know, I would have thought it would have been a really short or like, you know, something like a day. But it was about 14 hours. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Not terrible. But uh, he said, you know, once he woke up, he was a little groggy. But things got back to uh, normal after that.
2: So, so I'm just curious. So do you think that the body, so he sleeps for 14 hours, and then the body just bounces back and then is back in a rhythm? Or, or how long do you think it actually took to get that, what, that circadian rhythm recalibrated? I
1: mean, I think the body's amazing, and I think if you give it the right tools, it, it'll heal quickly. Uh, I think the thing that he had going for him was that he was only 17 years old. Probably yeah. not suffering from a lot of medical or chronic conditions that would have really slowed down his recovery. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when we're young, but that young, we're, we tend to bounce back pretty fast. Uh, one last thing on this thing. you, If you want to try and beat that record of 11 days of no sleep, you can't because Guinness World Records has banned it uh, due to serious potential okay. health consequences. So there you go. There you go. Another reason why they you must really have want... to
2: had some issues there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you want to focus on your sleep because... Uh, because you got to, you yeah. know, you know what you got to do. All right, on to the show. Um, so this show, we're, <laughs> this is called the. Epic. know, I was trying to think what, what kind of show we could do, uh, and, and and most of the time I listen to shows and, and there's experts on there, and and these people are going to tell you how to optimize something or how to do it right. Uh, but I wanted to kind of flip things around here, and we wanted to do um, everything that you could you could be doing to hurt your sleep or basically yeah. epic fail.
2: Yeah, and what I like about the show, right, is. You know, a lot of times we're listening to shows and the guy you're listening to or the woman you're listening to is telling you all these things that you could do and you're going through saying, oh my gosh, yeah. I can't do any of that stuff. But here, a lot of this stuff we're actually doing and we just have to stop doing it so we can get better sleep.
1: Yeah. It's it's kind of like that holier than thou type thing too as well, or you got to do this, 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 and this. It's, yeah. it's, it's almost easier to stop doing something instead of
2: adding an additional thing to do. Yeah, and it's like for me, right, the more structure I have, the better off I'm going to be. So, you know, if I know that I need to eat avocados and <laughs> almonds and not eat chocolate bars, then, that, you know, it it's pretty easy. We're, we're going to get into all that stuff here. Okay. All right, so let, let, let's start kind of from the beginning
1: of the day, right? We're, we're going to talk about uh, kind of the progression, and uh, first thing we got to do is wake up, right? Yes. All right, waking up. Here's how to epically fail waking up. Use a standard alarm clock set at an exact time. Uh, What that's going to do, you know, these days you should be waking up um, in a lighter stage of sleep versus an exact time, which can uh, leave you feeling groggy. And it's it's called sleep inertia. So uh, let's say you set your alarm every day to wake up at 645. Uh, What if you're in a different stage of sleep that time? Or what if you go to di- what if you go to sleep at different times at night, which puts you into a different stage of sleep in that time in the morning, and you're always going to be waking up at different times yep. in your sleep cycle. So uh, alarm clocks tend to jolt us uh, right to awake. It tends to um, motivate us to press the snooze button, which is another epic fail. So what, if you really want to fail in the morning, <laughs> set your alarm clock and hit snooze a couple times because that'll really screw your whole day. Up. Yeah,
2: and I know you brought this up before, but you know but the idea of waking up and then going back to sleep for 10 15 minutes that that's not a good idea not a good idea
1: yeah i mean it, like i said before it's kind of like setting your your washer dryer uh, your your clothes washer and then you know opening it up 10 minutes into the cycle and pulling the clothes out well it's not done you know it's just starting so yeah. So the way to kind of hack that one is, you know, you can use these apps uh, that that will track your sleep, and they'll kind of monitor you when you're in a light stage of sleep, and it'll actually help you to kind of just gently nudge into wakefulness versus, you know, a, a jolt right to your face or to your ears with a, a loud buzz. So,
2: yeah. So what I did here, um, I I have done this, and what I did was I ended up pushing out the alarm like a half hour, right? So if I didn't wake up. I could still, you know, save myself by just, you know, sprinting through everything in the morning. But what I found is, um, you know, 99% of the time, um, you know, I'll wake up, um, you know, I hop in the shower, and when when I get out of the shower, the alarm goes off.
1: Yeah, uh, and I don't, you know, personally, I don't use an alarm anymore unless there's a certain day or time or I have a, like a commitment that yeah. I need to do. Uh, I'll generally wake up about the same time every morning now, and it's fantastic. I don't have to. I don't have to hear that alarm. That alarm drives me nut. I mean, who who looks forward to hearing that? Yeah. it's terrible. So, uh, yeah. if you can train your body to wake up without an alarm, there's a big win for you right there.
2: Yeah, I can see using it to like remind you that like the bachelorette is on, but not waking up. I totally agree with you. Oh
1: my god. All right, so on to the next thing. All right, so how soon do you look at your phone after you wake up? Here's a big one. This is a big epic fail yeah. these days. Huge, monster. Okay, so a study from the IDC research found that 80% of smartphone users check their mobile devices within 15 minutes of waking up each morning. Okay?
2: Yeah, I. you know what? I would bet that it's actually like within five minutes. Right, I would bet
1: that it's almost 100% and within five minutes.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like me. It's like, you know, I mean, what else am I going to do? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things you can do, and and we're
1: going to talk about that. But, yeah, yeah if you really want to screw up your day, you know, first thing you're going to do, wake up with an alarm, grab your phone, start flipping through it. Um, because the reality here is, you know, what are the chances that what you're looking at on your phone is something that's actually going to be positive and helpful for you at that very moment? Yeah,
2: you know yeah, – Listen, you wa right. Um you wake up and you know, I mean it's not like you know, there's um right, I mean I I sleep alone, so I wake up and you know, you just look for some sort of a connection or something going on in your world. So I don't know. I mean what, it's just what about reconnecting with yourself? Well, I yeah. normally do that at yeah. night. <laughs>
1: oh boy. <laughs> so <laughs> Unlike Dwayne, you really do want to kind of focus on your morning kind of ritual and, and, and reconnection. And and the phone is going to disconnect you. So so what I would say is, you know, if you're going to wake up in the morning and, and grab your phone, it's just like uh, you are waking up from surgery and the nurse coming and telling you that you just missed your electric bill payment right after waking up from recovery yeah. and, and and that you need to go fix it right now. I mean, that's not the time that you need to be worried about Yeah, I mean, that's a good like point,
2: that. right? And, I mean, let, let's face it. I mean, all of us, right, the majority of the news that we're going to get first thing in the morning, like, it's not the best news of the day, right? I mean, it's it's normally... It's more not. on the negative side than it is the plus side.
1: It is, and, and the problem is is when you're waking up, you're in a very suggestive, relaxed state. I mean, you just basically slept for seven, eight hours, and, and you're, you're supposed to be in a calm, kind of relaxed state and, and suggestive. And then when this negative stuff hits you, it's going to soak in. So uh, I got a quote here from Brendan Burchard, uh, who's a personal development guy. Uh, he says, quote, the inbox is nothing but a convenient organizing system for other people's agendas. Well, there you go. Something to
2: think about there. there okay, go. uh, we're going to move on to some more epic fails. So, well, let me ask you this before we go. Yeah. Too far. So, just your recommendation. So, my, we, yes. So, so, we wake up. We don't look at, at our phone. So, um, do you recommend getting out of bed right away, or you know, or does that? My recommendation. Matter?
1: Yeah. I mean, I would keep my phone on airplane mode. Um, I would probably get up and, and sit up and maybe do a meditation. 15 minutes 10 minutes something maybe 10 minutes just something like that closed eyes and just sit there um i'll do some red light therapy maybe uh, which we've talked about before as well um but or or just just you know soothe into the day i mean just just quiet thoughts i mean nothing major okay on to the next all right so Uh, This one's interesting. So let's say you're continuing on your epic fail here. You you hit your your alarm, you hit your snooze, you grabbed your phone, you looked at a bunch of junk news on there and and negativity, and then um, you missed the morning sun exposure. Uh, And I didn't quite get this back in the day. A lot of people were saying, go watch the sunrise or at least get out early morning and and get some exposure. But here's the deal. Uh, During sunrise, uh, there's UVA and infrared light. Uh, and, and that's emitted, and, and that combines with tryptophan in the eyes to activate melatonin production in the pineal gland. So what does all that mean, right? This means this replenishes your melatonin reserves in the morning and banks it away until night. Hmm. So if you miss the sunrise, you're missing that melatonin. Uh, so, so that's one of the things that I do is that you know if I can get up in the morning before work and, and uh, get outside for a few minutes, get on some grass, wet grass, bare feet ground to the earth but that, that's all the stuff that that's the epic wind stuff we're talking epic fails here yeah. so so uh, if i
2: get up late and i watch the sunrise on youtube that that doesn't have the same effect.
1: epic fail right there okay. yes <laughs> so um on to the next thing right usually what happens uh, in the mornings is uh, breakfast um how to kill your sleep with breakfast is what i call this section here uh, these are the kind of standard American stuff here that you know, I think we've all had uh, that I, I, you know, we'll go over here. You know, bagels, donuts, cereals, muffins, fast food, hash browns.
2: Oh, I love hash
1: browns. I know, I know you, you know. Especially you when need, you burn them a little you bit. You need a napkin because you're, you're getting some drool coming yeah, down your face no, there. Like having,
2: you know, <laughs> I'm just wondering by this list so far if, if you've, like, secretly videotaped me my morning routine I, I, because I'm
1: I put a nanny cam in your I'm, house I'm and relating I'm, to these two I'm reasons. watching you here so I mean th- this is all relatable stuff and I think we've all we've all been you know down this road uh, I if you want to start your day off wrong you're, you're going to grab some donuts uh, you're going to you're going to whip up uh, some fast food stop by at a fast food chain and pick up a
2: uh, egg sandwich with uh, yeah. some fried What's well, so what do you okay. say so so do you think like oatmeal or something I mean you 're not going to tell me to eat like <laughs> you know strands of grass or something right I
1: generally stay away from breakfast these days i 'll have like a kind of like a bulletproof coffee you know fat sure. coffee fatty coffee uh, these days I'm, I'm I'm playing around with these uh these mushroom drinks or teas uh, so generally i i don't want to fill up with that kind of stuff because you 're just getting a ton of carbs gluten Yeah. Uh, unhealthy fats and, and what that's going to do is that's just going to keep you hungry the rest of the day instead of full and and that will catch up with you at by nighttime and, yep. and then you're going to pay that price so uh watch it on the uh the junk stuff in the morning here okay yep. so let's say you you did uh pile down a bowl of nice sugary uh rainbow colored cereal um and then uh Grabbed a bagel and cream cheese and out the door. Uh, next thing you're going to do is just jump in your car generally, right? Drive to work. Uh, when you're driving to work, you're going to um, w- listen to some radio. Uh, at least that's what most people do, right? Morning sure. show. Sure. And, and morning shows, you know, I've listened to them in the past. I, I generally, what I'll do is I'll put on my Spotify or Pandora or podcast and I'll, and I'll listen to something either that I want to listen to or that's uh, educational, mentally stimulating for me. But if you wanna kind of epic fail, you're gonna
2: listen to some nonsense radio. So so this is really interesting because for me, I don't listen to radio except for in the morning. The rest of the time, I'm either listening to my song list or to talk radio, but in the morning, right i'm i'm just waking up and you know I, i'm not into music yet so i normally listen to you know whatever's on the radio i mean and it is nonsense whenever radio, so. i listen to whatever's on the radio it's generally uh,
1: like let's say uh, traffic and weather well it's either too hot or too cold or sure. there's an accident you know the, it's literally people complaining to you into your ear, which, which I don't want to hear. You know, yeah. I'm going to hear enough of that throughout the day from all my interactions. But uh, uh, I don't want to hear other people's problems or you know, some war broke out somewhere. I mean, it's sad, it's terrible, but
2: you know. So I, what I, so, so what I do? This is this is some inside baseball. So what I do uh, at uh, so I I was listening to Ryan Seacrest, of course, right and the reason is every day at 7:45 right they're always talking about other people's dating problems and have like dating people on the air and it feels so good that that i get to hear other people's screwed up dating life you know, and it makes me feel this, like I'm not so
1: bad. This is why this stuff exists for for people like you right? to listen to this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard those. And what are those, those roses where they call yeah. people and say, oh, you born won some roses and, and who do you want to give them to? I don't understand those men. I mean, I mean,
2: how could they be so stupid? Well, you I won mean, free roses. Oh, really? I'm going to send them, you know, to the woman that I'm... Not going out
1: west. All right, we're, we're getting sidetracked here, but you know, back back to the whole you know, epic fail stuff here. I mean, you you want to be in a positive mental state and 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 not in a negative. And I think the radio tends to kind of drive the the negativity too much. So, uh, let's say you get to work. You know, what's the next epic fail? It's going to be going right to your desk, sitting down, firing your computer, and just starting to hammer away, checking emails. I mean, uh, and you're going to sit there until lunchtime, and and. and A lot of us do that uh, without kind of regards to getting up, walking around, you know, so you're going to get reduced circulation, lymph drainage, uh, increased uh, potential for pain and injuries, and you're going to be stuck under fluorescent or LED lights flickering in front of your face until lunchtime. So, and you're going to be bombarded with a bunch of emails and texts. So,
2: So I think, you know, in today's world, there's a lot of these, uh, you know, there's wearables, um, you know, from the Fitbit to Auras to bio strap i think one of the things that i like about those things and, and and i'm sure there's apps as well what i like about those things is they remind you every 20 minutes or so yeah. right to get up and get move up. around yeah i've actually seen and it's so moments. important right and i mean one of the things that you could do like i do is mix the need for sun exposure with getting up just go outside and just go for a short walk it's not like you have to walk down to you know, uh, three blocks away, just get outside and get some sun, and just move it. And you know, I I remember, um, we uh, we met with a guy, a chiropractor, a friend of yours, and mm-hmm. and he was even talking about uh, setting up a little trampoline next to your desk, right? And and doing that, yeah
1: uh I, I you know actually I'm, I'm looking into getting a trampoline a, as we speak uh you know setting that up getting up there's some quick little exercises you could do the i mean if you got a, a, a google play or alexa you could do these quick little workouts uh, stretches yeah. uh, jump up and
2: down you know he even said even simulating being on a trampoline right just just getting that motion as if you're on a trampoline yeah. which is interesting but you know listen i've I've spent way too much time at a desk throughout my career. And, um, I mean, definitely, it does take it, some discipline, but you just need to force yourself to get up. It, it takes your toll. But we're talking about epic fails. So what are we going
1: to do? We're going to sit at that desk right until lunchtime. And, and as lunchtime comes around, we, we we got some decisions to make, right? Mm-hmm. So we can do some good stuff or we could do some fail stuff here. Uh, fail stuff is going to be hitting the cafeteria, uh, going to get a food truck, sitting at your desk and ordering delivery uh, staying indoors, and, you know, and not going outside and, and going for a walk or getting sun. Uh, th- these are all going to be just sedentary, uh, kind of depressive. Uh, eating alone without kind of a social network, not interacting or engaging with anyone else. I mean, these are literally going to take a toll on your neurotransmitters, on your gut, uh, on on your circadian rhythm. All the all of these yeah. are going to kill your sleep and, and and your mood.
2: You know, and and it's funny, right? You see. Millions and millions of people who invest in going to a health club and then they'll sit at work from eight to six and literally just sit at their desk the whole time and then go to the health club for an hour and think that they've knocked it out. If they actually did this right, they could be, you know, getting a little bit of exercise and moving, you know, getting everything moving throughout the day.
1: Yep. Yep. So. There's the, the, the epic fail for lunchtime. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, so afternoon's coming around. We're getting that afternoon slump because we, we're continuing to fail throughout this you know, kind of hypothetical day here. And, and we just loaded up on a bunch of uh, burgers and fries and a, a nice uh, Coke for, for lunch. And uh, guess what that's going to do? You know, three, four o'clock comes around, you're going to be tired. You're going to be kind of groggy and just kind of that afternoon slump. So you're going to reach for, you know, maybe an energy drink. Uh, maybe some snacks, a bag of chips, you know, you know, a chocolate bar, uh, and that's chocolate just. Bar. I know, I know, you like your chocolate bars, Wayne. So that's going to be another problem. But uh, you know, you're going to get some insulin spikes. You're going to get uh, a bunch of carbs in there. You know, you could get uh, a bunch of you know, unhealthy fats again, and that's what that might give you a quick little hit of like ten fifteen minute boost. But uh, you're going to pay for it again a little bit after that, and at night. So. Uh, that's the afternoon snacks uh, all right moving on with our hypothetical epic fail day uh we, we need to drive home right We're, and we talked about the drive to work drive home is kind of the same uh, afternoon uh, talk shows uh it's just going to be a bunch of news about what happened that was bad throughout the day war broke out here someone got murdered there um I don't want to hear that. Uh, you know, are you going bankrupt to call this, you know, law firm? I it's mean, so it's so
2: difficult just... now because, you know, beyond all of our own problems, you know, ourselves and work and family, beyond all that. Then we also have just all this negative stuff with politics, regardless of what side you're on, and all that it just yeah. it's just crazy. You, yeah. you know, you're just constantly well, it's getting it's, beaten it, up with negative stuff. It's an assault
1: on your 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 mood, on your sensory system. All this negativity is just going to take its toll, and you're going to carry other people's luggage. Uh, and and yeah. you already have. We all have enough luggage to carry. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to hear. You know, I, I drive home now. I've got the radio thing figured out. I listen to my music or podcast, but I. Still still see billboards you know injured in a, I just saw one injured in a rideshare accident called this law firm it's constant yeah unbelievable so you know it's just non-stop negativity i don't know how i can mitigate that one but um don't soak all that up on the drive home that's the epic
2: win on that one there. and you know it is so challenging right because again all of us are bombarded with all the stuff i mean it would be nice if we were like Willy Wonka, and right, <laughs> we import the Oompa Loompas and we, you know, we live at the chocolate factory, I love chocolate. right? And we don't have to be exposed to anything except for the Augustus gloops of the world who mm-hmm. come by every now and then. But it, there's just so much negativity, you know. We just need to fight that off.
1: So yeah, all right. So so try not to soak up that negativity unless you want a, a terrible night of sleep. Okay, uh, so you get home, park your car, get in. Uh, what do most people do? You know, sit in front of the TV, fire that thing up. Yeah. What's on the TV, five, 6 PM more news. You know, I got into an argument with my mom. My mom was like, why don't you watch the news? You know, what fun do you have left? And I'm like, what are you talking about fun? you know, all the news is, is just continuous barrage of negativity, whether local or national or or international. And and I I don't want to hear it these days. I really don't even know what's going on anymore. I've, I've turned off all notifications on news Uh, on my phone, I don't have any more apps, news apps. So, um, but if you really want to screw your sleep up, watch the news. Yeah. Um, and while you're watching the news, play on your phone, by the way, too, because that's gonna, yeah, that's gonna double the, the debt, you know, the, the odds of, of just more junk. Um, some of the things you could do at night to kind of really screw up your sleep once you get home is uh, we tend to be tired right at the end of the day and uh we get home sometimes that nap just is too tempting uh and and naps can be good if they're done at the right time for the of day at the for the right amount of time uh but if you get home at night and it's getting close to bedtime taking a nap is going to tear up your sleep even more so um Feel free to engage in that if you want to kill your sleep. But I would say probably stay away from that nap if possible. Yeah, just stick it out. Stick it out. All right. So dinner time. Uh, how are we going to mess up our sleep with dinner time? The, 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 this one's easy. Yeah. Um, people tend to order dinner dinner delivery. And I, and I did a quick little search online. Uh, the top three things in the country according to like, I think it was uh, Eater or Uber Eats or one of those is, I want to take a guess?
2: Um... Well, for me, it'd be Popeye's chicken. <laughs> so.
1: Do they deliver, or I guess somebody, <laughs> now,
2: somebody will deliver actually, it, right? Somebody will deliver. Yeah. So
1: it is actually chicken, Asian food, and pizza.
2: Well, see, that's you know the chicken and Asian food. I can live off those two. Yeah.
1: So, so those are the big ones. You know, Asian food's going to be a lot, lots of noodles and you know the lo mains and the and the thing, and the soy sauces and things like that. Pizza. As delicious as pizza may sound, it's just going to be a bunch of carbs and gluten and fats and cheeses and pesticide-sprayed vegetables. So there's there's really hard ways – it's really hard to kind of squeeze out something healthy out of any of those three. So uh, on the flip side, those will totally kill your sleep. And since we're talking about epic fails, feel free to order any one and or all three of the above.
2: You know, I think one of the other things with with dinner, one of the things that I fight – and I'm sure everybody does, right? I mean, you're working, you're eight to five yep. or five thirty or six, and by the time you get home and eating, it's seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. It's tough. I mean, it it's really is. Really difficult. I mean,
1: for me, it's a challenge. I'll, I'll generally have some stuff in the fridge that's fresh, and I'll I'll try and just whip something up. It may not be Instagram worthy or beautiful, but yeah. it'll get the basic nutrients in there. Uh, so, uh, speaking of you know dinner too, as well. If you really want to screw things up, throw whatever you have in the microwave because. Uh, yeah. That's just gonna turn it into
2: I'm really anti microwave. I've yeah. I've really come around. I'm glad microwave. you jumped just, finally
1: on the bandwagon there. I'm anti microwave. Yeah. So so the microwave, the the T V dinners, the ordering in of all that stuff, probably want to
2: think twice about that unless you want to tear your sleep apart. Well let me ask you about this, because this I, I hear more and more about this. You know, traditionally when, when I was growing up, you know, it was breakfast, lunch, and then the then the big meal is dinner. Mm-hmm. More and more, I'm hearing people telling me that their, their big meal is lunch. Yeah. And they're doing a small meal for dinner.
1: I like that. Yeah. I, I think lunch or dinner can be your two main meals. I tend to skip breakfast anyway, so I'm good with that. In fact, the, the less I eat at night, the better I sleep. Hmm. Yeah. And the earlier I eat. So, one other thing about dinner uh if you want to have dinner around 8 eight thirty-nine. Uh, i mean I, i've been to europe if you've ever been there these people like to eat dinner around 10 11 p.m i've been to madrid it was just unbelievable the dinner scene that late i mean our bodies aren't made to be eating that late and and yeah. i couldn't believe it and then they're sucking it down with a bottle of wine afterwards i mean i try to stay uh dinner time around sunset you know plus or minus 30 minutes to an hour max uh But eating late will, again, screw up your sleep. So that's the takeaway on that. Um, After dinner, all right, so now we're getting close to bedtime here. We're almost done with this. So after dinner, uh, some people have a tendency to grab a beer or two or three or a couple glasses of wine. Um, I know a big thing after dinner, again, back to Europe or even here too, is, you you know, you go to a restaurant after you have dinner, what do they come by and ask you? Would you like a dessert or a coffee tea right yeah espresso so uh if you are going to go down that route you know look look what you just did yourself you just hit yourself with a shot of um caffeine and uh that's going to then then you can't come back and say well you know i have a tough time falling asleep well that's because you just wired yourself up even more so yeah if you want to mess up the sleep uh either caffeine or alcohol uh, after dinner uh, is probably not going to help you and now it's time for bed it's time for bed. So what do what do people do when it's time for bed? I mean, they get into the the bedroom, the bed. Uh, what you're going to have uh, a little little yeah, shiny me, device yeah. in
2: your hand? mean, me, I just I I put my jammies on. and the hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. No, <laughs> no it just you know. Uh, so one of the things that that I've done right, I don't turn my phone off, but I have. But I've done that infrared thing which yeah
1: my, the super red mode which yeah, I put on. tell
2: people to look look up that online well that's that, if you that's really want to
1: sleep but if you really don't want to sleep you'll leave All your that phone that's right this is a fail this is a fail so what you're gonna do is you're gonna leave your phone on full brightness yes. and, and don't turn on that night shift or the super red mode yeah. and get that phone nice and close to your yeah. face and, yeah, your and eyes. watch Jimmy Kimmel you'll never be able to, <laughs> be able
2: to you'll never <laughs> sleep
1: again so uh, messing with your phone obviously that, that blue light or the, the phone light is gonna hit your eyes it's going to block melatonin release it's yeah. going to stimulate dopamine release which is you know associated with kind of addiction type uh, behavior so uh, and and that's why it's so hard for us to put the phone down at night but playing with your phone on the bed obviously is disassociating you with sleep because you're doing an activity like surfing internet on your phone or watching tv in your bedroom same kind of deal not only is that going to Uh, delay the onset of sleep it's also going to kill your relationship if you're in one because
2: yeah I don't know when that became a thing but it just just seems like everyone has a TV in their bedroom
1: yeah I've stayed away from TVs in bedroom for probably a decade or so but uh, uh, if you have one you know and you want to fail fire up the TV and play on your phone at the same time in your bedroom which is really screwing up your brain uh, and then the last one is kind of lights all over your house. Uh, if you've got these lights these days that are the kind of like the day white, 6,000 K blue kind of color. Uh, I spent uh, a couple months ago, I was out at a buddy's house in Phoenix and he's like, Oh, check out all my cool new led lights. And he fired this thing up at night and it, it lit up his house, like Las Vegas. It was just intense. Like mm. I literally was started squinting and this is at like nine at night. I'm like, you got to turn this off. This is off, out of off the charts. Again, uh, you want to epically fail have all these lights fired up all over your house. If, if you want to epically win, you might want to turn those off or switch them to a, a much more biologically nice color, maybe more in the reddish spectrum or incandescent. So that's our bed routine here. Uh, I've got a couple bonuses here as well, too, uh, if you want to go over those.
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm really uh, curious about a couple of them.
1: All right. So bonus here. Lie awake in bed you want to kill your sleep if you want to have epic fail you're getting in bed and you're not falling asleep just sitting in there and staring at the ceiling isn't going to help you anymore you probably want to get out of bed do something more productive and then get back in because if whatever you do in bed uh, associates your brain with what you need to be doing in bed and okay. the only thing you should be doing is sleep or
2: procreating so if you're not um so you know you just can't sleep then you just get up and what do you think? Meditate Medi- or exercise yeah. or yeah, do man. something?
1: Alpha stim. I know we talked about that. Or yeah, I mean, you want day. it to be
2: stress free, right? Yeah. You don't want to. Real, real basic start stuff
1: or, or read a book or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, another one here. This was <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, you want to fail throughout the day and fail on your sleep, don't have a bowel movement. You know, and a lot of people are backed up okay. and they're not. <laughs> It's a little bit of a dirty secret here, but the the gut has to work. And you you got to get to the bathroom. you got to do your thing at least once a day. Uh, Some people say twice uh, because if you're not, that's a sign of an unhealthy gut, I think. And and that's going to mess with your sleep as well. There you go. Uh, think other things you could do to epically fail on your sleep cigarettes smoking after dinner cigarette I know that 's gotten a sure. lot less these days, but people still light up so the
2: cigarettes
1: vaping the vape all that stuff um, I think exercise right before bed is a is not a good thing generally
2: okay, so this is interesting to me and i I saw this on here, so um you know just thinking about other people. Right. So let's say that you you have a partner and you engage in some, you know, some sexual activity. Right. That can be. Right. Exhausting at times. Strenuous. Uh, Most of the time. Right. I mean, I'm you know. um, So so that's not good for you. I would have thought that that uh, sex before you sleep is good so that's a good question i and
1: and i think i you know we need to differentiate between exercise and physical activity and sex because one is kind of a workout and the other one results in hormone it's a workout yeah (laughs) so yes so so dwayne's uh version of a workout yeah it, it will well here's the deal sex will result in generally a hormone release at the end uh you know prolactin or or you know oxytocin things like that and what that's going to do is yeah, that could promote sleep again and it also has to come down to uh, how your biology reacts so, and, and i've talked about chronotypes before and dr michael bruce and he he said there's certain times that where you should have sex and there's certain times when you shouldn't and it kind of depends on your biology and your and your oh, circadian really? rhythm huh. some people it's better in the morning some people it's better at night so Sure. Take that into consideration and, and take into consideration you know how it goes. I mean, if you find that that's the, the time that it works for you, then then I say go at it.
2: But, no, but you're saying non-strenuous sex is, this isn't, right? Hey, if you got to do it, you got to do it. Well, yeah, <laughs> if you got to do, okay. do it. You got to do it,
1: you got to do it. All right, last one here, um, a bonus here. Never take a deep breath all day. Uh, This is something, you know, I've paid a lot more attention to my breath these days. If you want to uh, really stay kind of in a sympathetic, stressed out, anxious tone is just shallow breathe all day. Uh, That's not going to give you any kind of release. It's going to keep you kind of wound up. And I think a lot of us, if not all of us, have had days where we just almost forgot to take a deep breath.
2: Yeah. And again, we we live in this crazy world where we're running around. Working, we've got you know we've got our devices in our hands and and everything. We you know I I think this is one of the things that I've gotten better at is just trying to slow down a little bit and chill. Yes, I know. I can see that. I can feel it. Right? Yeah. And we've talked about
1: heart rate. Well, if variability. I'm not
2: exercising before bed, I at least want to chill we before. You, we got to find ways for you to chill, Dwayne. Yes. So so do. if you do
1: want to sleep better, I think you might want to look into some, some breath work, some meditation, some deep breathing. If you don't, just, just keep doing what you're doing, shallow breaths. Um,
2: yeah, we had a great show on meditation. So if yeah. you're a new listener, I definitely look up the meditation yeah, show. That was with James it's, Brown. Yeah. He's not that James Brown, but yeah, he's, James he's, the, he's the godfather of meditation. Yeah. That was um, an awesome show. And, yeah,
1: and he actually, show. yeah, his meditations have helped me a lot. Uh, they're called flow meditation and, and I'll do those twice a day, about 10 minutes each. Uh, and That'll help kind of wind things down for the evening as well. So lastly, I think this is the biggest one here. Uh, if you really want to mess your sleep up, uh, the, the most epic fail is go to sleep at a different time each night and wake up at a different time each day, yeah. I think that will really throw a curveball <laughs> at your sleep. Uh, I I know, and that's kind of one of the um, the things with with jet lag is like you just screwed up that whole cycle as well too. So if you've ever gone on a long haul flight, uh, you can kind of see the effects of messing with your circadian rhythm. So um, keeping a totally random sleep schedule or semi random even will mess your sleep up, and I don't recommend it. But yeah. Uh, Since this was the epic fail episode, you might want to try it and just see. But I guess the moral of the story is if you do exactly the opposite of this entire show, you'll probably
2: sleep a lot better. If you want the best night ever. Best night ever. Then listen to the episodes and, and don't follow... The epic fail show.
1: Reverse this show and you're going to do great. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And speaking of the best night ever. Don't be like me. Don't be Dwayne. Whatever he said, do the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Yeah, so speaking of the best night ever, thanks again for tuning in. We've reached the end of the show. Hopefully uh, you're still sticking around, listening, and enjoying this. Um, If you do like what you've heard, you can subscribe to these shows. We've got a whole bunch of them in the podcast catalog right
2: yeah and it's everywhere you know it's itunes and spotify stitcher and TuneIn, in, and tune in. in. Oh. alexa even say alexa Ooh, i'm gonna yeah. try that yeah so just say into your alexa machine um dwayne doesn't sleep oh no i don't even know what's gonna happen okay no let's so not Uh, Yeah, so. Best night ever.
1: Best night ever is the name of the podcast. My name is Dr. Jay Corsandy. I work at an office called Snore Experts in Los Angeles, and I treat patients for sleep apnea and what's called sleep disordered breathing, which is snoring and sleep apnea. And um, I'm also a sleep. Biohacker. You can find me on Instagram as sleep biohacker, or you can find me on Instagram and snore experts at snore experts or Facebook group or the website snorexperts.com.
2: Yeah. And on snorexperts.com, I know you have everything from, uh, sleep supplements. We're always getting people asking about melatonin and that, and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, again, there's a sleep uh, supplement episode, but uh, all the things that Dr. K talks about on these shows um, you know, are available online. Go to the store, send them an email, give them a call, make an appointment. There's lots of opportunities. I've been getting a lot of
1: DMs that. lately on Instagram, which is kind of cool. That's been fun.
2: Yeah, my DMs are getting pretty slow.
1: Your D- <laughs> Time to update your profile. So anyways, folks, no. thanks again for watching. Uh, actually, thanks again for listening, not watching, right? We yeah, don't, have, the, we don't no. have this on YouTube yet. No. no. But thanks again for tuning in. Stay tuned; we got some really cool episodes coming. I got some uh, some uh, interesting and amazing guests. Uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of cool stuff, and uh, that's a wrap for today. Have a great summer! Thanks, everyone. Bye, bye.
0: Thank you for listening to The Best Night Ever. To visit us online, go to SnoreExperts.com or follow us on Instagram at snoreexperts. To make an appointment with Dr. K for you or someone you know to stop snoring now or to call in and leave a question for next week's show, call us at 888-31-SNORE. That's 888-31-SNORE. If you missed the show, The Best Night Ever can be heard on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you again and tell a friend.